What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new episode of Sherm in the Booth. This is episode 35, and it is January 9th, 2018. Happy New Year to everybody. Hope it's been fantastic so far. I uh, couldn't think of any better way to kick off 2018 with a brand new episode of Sherm in the Booth and a very special interview for you. This guy is actually one of my oldest friends. I've known him for so long, and I've been wanting to get him on the show for a while now. It's been on the docket, but we finally got some time. I actually went out to a studio in Bucktown here in Chicago and spent a few hours with him. Uh, saw him do his craft and uh, it was amazing guys I was really really excited to get this done his name is Ben Harper and he's better known as Gilded Um, like I said I've known this guy for a really long time and it's been amazing to see him grow as an artist as a producer just as an overall musician as a creative Um, this guy is something else seriously if you've never heard his music before you're gonna absolutely love it I can't even put a genre of it I can barely even compare it to another artist because it is so unique not only is this guy an amazing guitar player, a bassist, a melody creator, but his voice is like, I mean, I don't know even know how to describe it. It's angelic, for real. It is angelic. And I know a lot of people say, oh, this guy's going to be big. This guy's got real talent. But I mean, I can't be more genuine when I say that this guy has a future in music. It's been seriously incredible to see him grow. So super excited to have him on the show, guys. Uh, I won't talk too much right now. We're going to go in and out of the interview, and I'm going to play my favorite songs from Gilded. He's released two EPs in the past year and a half. First one called Gilded EP, second was just released and it's called Transmission in Yours Truly. Fun fact about Ben as well, guys, that I'd love to share. He's actually also an avid outdoorsman. He just got back from a three-week backpacking trip in South America in Patagonia. Amazing. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 35 of Sherman the Booth. I am super excited about this. We are here with one of my old-time friends, known him for so long. We played actually basketball together in sixth grade. And uh, he was actually as tall as he was then as he is now. Guys, I'm here with my good friend, Ben Harper, better known as Gilded. Ben, thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, man. I've, I've been listening to In the Booth for, what, over 30 episodes now? Yeah. So yeah. Um, excited to finally, finally be on the show and be able to talk to you a little bit more. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm really excited to let the people know what's going on. Obviously, on In the Booth, as a DJ, I usually do electronic music and stuff like that, but I featured rappers as well. So, you know, what I've tried to do over the course of the show is really just expand the genres that I'm basically showing to the people. You know, the show has grown a lot, and um, I'm really thankful to have you on because you truly are a talented artist. And, uh, you know, in the beginning... You um you do what you can to kind of make a name for yourself, and I've really seen you come a long way and work super hard. So I was ready to ask you to come on the show now because I felt like I finally have sort of got somewhere within the booth. So I felt okay. I think I can ask Beharb to come on the show. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a good time. Like I said, I mean, you've developed quite a bit, and uh, I'm excited to excited to join you. Absolutely, man. Let's here. get this thing started. You ready to rock? Yeah. So, Beharb, where are you originally from, man? From Zionsville, man. Zionsville, Indiana. Yeah, Zionsville. Uh, moved there when I was probably six years old. Yeah. And then lived there through uh, through high school. Mm-hmm. 
Went to college in Indiana. Yeah. Bloomington, Indiana. Indiana University, man. Yeah. Continued the dream there. Yeah. Obviously, we shared that experience together. Yeah. And then, uh, and then after the four years there, of course, moved to uh, Chicago, just like you. So. And uh, where did you originally move when you first moved to Chicago? Lincoln Park, right? Yeah, I was in Lincoln Park for a little while. Uh, Lincoln Park for two years, and then uh, just got over to Bucktown in the last six months or so. What do you think of Bucktown versus Lincoln Park? I like Bucktown a lot. I like the West Side, and like when I lived in Lincoln Park, it was kind of like I, I didn't ever come over to the West Side, so it was yeah. kind of like just darkness to me over here. Just yeah, like, the other side of the highway is like basically the wall. About it, yeah. yeah. So, um, but I've really liked it a lot. Um, been able to explore a little bit. I think the music scene is pretty rich over here in terms of the different kinds of venues they have and the kind of artists that come to those venues. So that's one thing that I was really, uh, really excited to explore a little bit more. And the coffee shops. Oh yeah, man. We just went to a coffee shop this morning, guys. It was a great experience. Oh yeah. He had already been there this morning. Yeah. Red June Cafe. That's a good plug right there. Yeah. Grassroots marketing, everybody. Mm -hmm. Check it out in Bucktown. That's awesome, man. So obviously I have known you for a long time and I've seen you grow musically in many ways. But what I want to ask you is, you know, when did you start playing the guitar? When did you start singing? And when did the transition into producing your own music first happen? You know, ages, like grades, was there a certain occurrence that it really just clicked for you that you wanted to do this? Yeah. So I've been playing guitar for, man, you know, I I guess technically I, I first started playing when I was in about eighth grade or so. I started with a bass guitar and then I kind of just got, uh, I hit a plateau with that just because the nature of the instrument, you can't really, uh, I guess it's hard to play on your own and make music with it. I mean, in terms of like full compositions. So I moved to guitar, um, at the beginning of high school. So probably like freshman year, about, you know, 14 years old or so. Um, and that's when I really started studying, pop music and studying composition and studying songwriting and what songs actually mean. Um, but, um, I didn't really get into like production and composition until four years ago or so, probably Mm -hmm. at the very end of my time in Bloomington, the end of college. Yeah. Um, and that's when I got, um, well acquainted with, um, making music, or arranging music on a computer. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the catalyst that um, spurred uh, spurred my motivation for starting the Gilded Project. Is, right. is actually like getting multiple um, instruments on one page all right. working together. Uh, whereas in the past it was just, or prior to that it was just writing songs on guitar and maybe writing some lyrics. But I think that... Um, the production aspect really helped me pull in all the different influences that I've been studying for the past 10 or 15 years or so. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm looking at a bass guitar or a bass and a guitar right now and you know, you still play them both. So just being able to incorporate that aspect without having to, you know, I feel like, uh, you're almost trying to describe like the guy who has like the accordion and the piano and the harmonica, you know, like the guy in the streets from like the Renaissance or whatever. Yeah. Basically, you know, at one point, you, you felt like you had too many things to do and by able to put it into a digital auto workspace like Logic, you mm-hmm. can align all those things. Definitely. And I think that, like, as I got, like I said, as I got more into both bass and guitar, I started hearing other instruments on top of those. Mm-hmm. 
that I really wanted to explore. Or I started hearing like other rhythms or harmonies on top of those instruments that I wanted to wanted to get out there or wanted to explore or write down. Um, so actually, like I started, I guess even before I got on like put it all on a computer, I worked with this thing. It's called a loop pedal. Yeah. And it allows you to play phrases from a guitar, mm-hmm. and then you essentially like hit this pedal to start and stop whatever phrase you want to play. So you, if you play like a four-bar phrase of guitar, you can loop that over and over and gradually build up uh, compositions. Right. So I think that was actually probably the start of, um, I guess, my perception that I can, you know, actually make songs. Or, This is Within the Grid from Gilded's first EP, Gilded. Within the grid, it's just a million plus you. 
obviously you go by Gilded. What's the meaning behind it? How'd you come up with it? Yeah, so I, I mean, there are a couple different, the different parts of it. Um, I think the first, or why I was really interested in it, I was, when I was coming up with a name for the project, um, I wanted to find something that kind of describes my experience well, mm-hmm. or has described my experience in the past. And I studied history in college and I was thinking about different like historical terms or um, historical, I guess, connotations or anything, things like that. Yeah. And I was thinking about the Gilded Age and what the Gilded Age meant um, in American history, United, yeah. United States history. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's an interesting time, um, time period. So yeah. that's part of the reason. Sure. Um, another part of it is I was looking through Reddit and there's like a, yeah, (laughs) there's a, a page or I guess a group of pages Mm -hmm. and it's called Gilded. It's like a tab called Gilded, Uh but I could never figure out what Gilded actually meant. I couldn't tell if they were actually (laughs) like the, like most viewed pages or they're like the worst pages that like got the highest ratings or something like that. (laughs) So that was part of it. It was like, I couldn't figure out what it actually meant. Yeah. Um, so and then um I guess like the stylization of Gilded, like without the the eye, I mean that's I I couldn't tell you why I did that. It just it seems cleaner to me without without the, the first vowel in there. It does. I mean it, it seems less name. harsh. Yeah, it is less harsh, I agree. But um you know, like I I really didn't think too hard about the name. Like it came the came naturally and, almost. Like, yeah. I mean, the name and the song titles and album titles and the artwork don't really mean that much to me. Like, they're just representations of the music. So, mm-hmm. like, in other words, the music speaks for itself. And yeah. You don't really need to describe it with a name or song titles or anything like that. So, right. Yeah. I love that. It's a great answer, man. Um, so, I kind of know the answer to this, but... What originally got you into music? It was an artist, a song, an experience, a concert you went to. Like, do you remember one of the first times you're like, wow, like I fucking love music? Yeah. I mean, dude, it's, it's been a journey that's just built up for the, for the past or my whole life, really. I yeah. mean, I can't really think of one. Like chamber choir in high school? Oh, yeah. yeah. Chamber choir. <laughs> I mean, that is, of of course. Really is, though. Aaron Coates. Um, yeah. Yeah. My, my high school choir teacher really, really inspired me to... Uh, become a better musician. Yeah. Um, which is really, really fast. I mean, he's one of the most inspiring teachers that I've ever had in general. Mm. Um, so he's a major influence. Um, but as far as like when I decided that I wanted to be a musician, I don't, there wasn't really one moment. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it just kind of built, yeah. built over and over. But I remember vividly um, when I wanted to play guitar I was I was listening to this uh this track called Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix yeah of course and uh it's amazing I was just like playing air guitar in my room and <laughs> I remember I remember thinking like I want to be able to do this I want to be that able to awesome. play like this or um make or make music that makes people want to play air guitar yeah you know yeah so that was that's probably <laughs> that's one that I remember vividly that, yeah. that experience. That's awesome. How do you remember how old you were? This was probably 
9, 10, 11 years old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so pretty young. I mean, before I started with before I started with bass or guitar. Yeah, that's a great memory, man. Um, so your music has a lot of different sounds in it, but I, I almost like can't put not even necessarily a genre, but like your artist influence on it. So I really wanted to ask you, like in terms of the music you make, um, you know, who are your biggest influences and who inspires you? Um, I mean, I, I really draw inspiration from uh, all different types of music. I mean, even more than music, you know. I draw influence from films and comedians and mm-hmm. my experience in general, you know, like my career. Yeah. It, it, it comes from different spots, but yeah, I think you're right. Like I, I tried to pull different influences from different, from very different genres actually. Yeah. So like I try to pull my guitar influences from more of a like folk or blues background. Mm-hmm. And then I pull in, like, more hip-hop style percussion. Yeah, completely. And then kind of like... drum patterns are so (laughs) hip-hop. And then, like, ambient type of, like, pads or piano parts. Mm -hmm. But I I think they all... All of the songs fall under the pop realm. Yeah. Under the pop umbrella. Like, you can call it generally pop music. Okay. Of course, you can call a lot of things pop music, but... Yeah. um, So, but, I mean, that's one of my or has been one of my overarching goals is to bring in all these different types of music and put them together in a way that uh, is easy under, easy to understand and, and simple and listenable overall. I mean, that's really what I want is just listenable music. It's very listenable. Just that. Ghost by Gilded from his second EP, Transmissions and Yours Truly.
off that, what would you consider your genre to be if you, you know, had to put a specific one? You said under the umbrella of pop, but is there like an artist you would compare yourself to that's under this genre, or, or you think you're maybe a genre of your own? I mean, like I said, I've I've tried to pull in so many of these different influences that I don't think applying a specific genre is. I don't think it's apt to a specific specific genre. Yeah. I mean, I have these. I have core influences, you know, like every musician has. But yeah, um, I've really thought about and listened to genre specifically, but I can't really put my music into any one of those categories, which is, I suppose, a good and a bad thing. I mean, I feel like genre is like, kind of like when that word was created, it was created a long time ago when there wasn't outlets like we have now to make music or, you know, just have different creative influences and stuff. So sort of when I ask this question to people who produce their own music, when I say, what genre are you? Like, I kind of feel like genre is always evolving, especially with music like yours. Like the difference between your first EP and this one, like, yeah, there's similarities, but it's different. Yeah, you know what I, I mean, I mean that's like one of my goals is to push the boundaries of a genre or type yeah. of music. So yeah, really, it's like I said, trying to meld several different genres into one. That's something something a little different. Yeah, it's like somebody. Oh, I'm new age soul funk. What what is that? Yeah, you know which is I mean? fine. I mean, exactly. totally, it's awesome. Exactly, that's like, the thing. I think it's that's like, the way it should be. You can't put. You can't like when you go to iTunes and you're like, okay, pop, dance, electronic, like. Some of the songs like in these like aren't even in that genre. So it's like yeah. you can't even categorize them. So you have to put them in something, you know? Definitely. And like my music is electronic. My music is folk music. My music is maybe not hip hop, but it has those influences. So I think yeah. when you put all those together, it's just it's just something something different. And that's what I really like or that's what keeps me going is Completely. pushing those boundaries. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so something I really wanted to ask you Again, since I've known you for so long, I've seen you grow as an artist. How do you feel you've grown as an artist since the days before Gilded to where you are now? And you've touched on it a little bit, but if you could be a little more specific about creative influences and how you produce now and sort of how you've changed. Yeah, I mean, I've grown so much as a as an artist as well as like a... I've grown artistically and technically. Mm-hmm. So, like, as I've just learned more about recording engineering and songwriting um i've equally grown in my ability to convey art more artistically like emotions and yeah ideas so and that just come i mean it's just come through like practice and and trial and error and spending hours and hours doing this stuff and spending really all all of my free time um and putting putting all my effort into this. And so that's something that's, like I said, it's evolved through time, uh, is my, I guess, commitment to honing the craft. It's almost like kind of when you have a thought in your head or a picture in your head or musically a sound in your head, how do I get that out of my head? And that's something that takes time. Like, I think that's the biggest aspect for an artist who produces to grow, you know, like it takes time for them to get that thought and that sound or that idea out of their head. Yeah. And I still can't do it. Like I'm still working on my way to be able to do that all the time or, you know, more quickly or more effectively. Your sound is always evolving. Yeah, exactly. And I I wanted, I wanted to keep that way. Like, I think that's the fun part of making music is it's always going to, it's always going to be evolving or, or I think that that is the way it should be. Yeah. 
So I mean, you probably you finished your second EP and then probably started working on the next song. Oh like, yeah, the next yeah. Day, already, like, maybe already, even hours later. Exactly. Right? I mean, even before I like, I put it out. Like I've just been working on tracks. I've had ideas in my head for years. You know that. Right. Like I've just never quite been able to put onto paper, put put into the computer, or like write on guitar. So. This is I'll Bet You Know from Gilded EP. Wait for love they say I cannot bring myself to be And vain I've seen the days When love conquest
not that you're not proud of a song, but like, oh, I wish I could go back and fix that now that I've learned this. Or do you incorporate maybe something that you've learned like that into new work? Definitely. I mean, all the time there, there are parts that, you know, tracks that I put out that are like, it, it's kind of like the imperfections are what make it interesting for me or like want me to keep going with it. Yeah. Because like, I, I think it'd be very hard to put out like for any artist to say like this track is completely perfect, you know? Yeah. It's like getting, getting to 95% and then the 5% that you left out, that's like what keeps you coming back for the next track. Yeah, absolutely. That so, is a great way to put it, man. Yeah. I don't think that, I mean, there's nothing that I like leave out and then like put in a, another track. I'm just saying that it keeps you going to start another, start a new track, you know? Yeah. Like that little like cliffhanger you leave yourself almost. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Um, so something I really wanted to ask you too is, and it kind of goes off to the last question as well. What changed about Gilded from the original Gilded EP, which was the first name of his EP guys, to his new one, Transmissions and Yours Truly? Musically, creatively, I mean, the instruments you use, your production techniques, like you're in logic a lot. Like there's mm -hmm. an endless amount of capabilities that you can do with the program. Like, do you feel like that's been the biggest difference for you? Like your adaptability to work within the program or like playing different instruments or layering? I think a little bit, I think a little bit of both actually. So the first part of it is simply learning more about recording engineering and yeah, you know, the best way to, or the, I mean, you know, the industry standard way to record guitar right, or right. the industry standard way to record vocals. Right. And you know, what kind of equipment you use therein. And equally, my ability to like understand software. And I think that that's where the next part comes in is I used completely different instruments than I did, at least in the box mm -hmm. or on the computer, um, than I did on the previous record, which was um, more, I guess, simple arrangement. Uh -huh. So you. I think in the last record, I, I averaged probably seven or so instruments per track. Yeah. Whereas with the new one, I was more in tune with layering the different instruments. And so there, there I was looking more at like, again, on average, like 20 or 25 different instruments or different things going on at one time. Wow. But huge difference. But I think that again, like I think I use different I limited myself to different tools for this project. So I limited myself to electric guitar and these three different, uh, I don't know if you'd call them virtual instruments, but it's kind of like creative software. Like a plugin? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like plugins, but it's a suite of instruments. Okay. And it's all, they're all done by this, uh, company in LA. I think it's called output. Uh -huh. Um, and so I, I've used uh, used quite a bit of their their products. That's um, awesome. But yeah, I think that that kind of helped me, I guess, to limit myself to electric guitar, acoustic guitar, electric bass, and then those software programs. Limiting myself to those three helped me, I guess, produce the project more efficiently or not get not get lost in the weeds of trying all these different things, you know? Right, right, right. So I think limiting myself was in, in essence, the, the differing factor. 
Yeah, and that again, that goes back to another question I asked you, like, what changed over time? Like, you, more things came out, more research was done, like, just a matter of time for the thought to come out of your head. That's yeah, great. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and that's, I mean, that's what I'm going to do for, for every project. Like, I just want to try something new, you know, just try get different better tools. And better. This is Here by Gilded, off his second EP, Transmissions, and yours truly. What is it about music that you enjoy making it the most? 
songs, not playing it. Like, I want to ask you more about the production behind it, you know what I mean? Like, do you enjoy being able to hear a finished product that you've worked on for a year, learning new tricks, enhancing your sound, or maybe hearing a review from someone who, you know, like myself, like I see you a project you're doing, I'm like, wow, B-Hard, like, how did you do that? How do you do this? You know, what sort of plugins did you use? Are you leveling? Like, what sort of mastering are you doing and stuff like that? Yeah, so it kind of depends, and I'm not sure I can really put my finger on it. Yeah. Like, what exactly I like about it. Yeah. But... I mean, you got a real hang for like the actual software of production you know what i mean like you're an incredible musician and in playing the instruments but it's one thing to do that and playing a live band it's a whole other thing to take the time and learn the software and that's what i'm like by far most impressed that you've done over the course of time is master something like this you know yeah i, know. I mean i'm still working on mastering it but um, yeah of course i think that what i really like about it or like in essence, what I like about making music is that it's not as formulaic as anything that I've really done before. Okay. You know, that as is like a hell of a word. Like, <laughs> is that a word? Yeah, I think so. I don't okay. know. Formulaic, ladies and gentlemen, word of the day. Uh, you know, like when you go through through high school or whatever, you know, yeah, you're told these things that if you complete A, B, and C. To a high degree, then you're going to get into college. Right. And then when you get into college, if you do ABC, you have a good chance of getting a job. Right. And then like in your career, if you do these things, you're going to get promoted. And yeah. it just keeps going. Yeah. And yeah. I think that the, my draw to music is that it's not formulaic. There is no criteria, set criteria that makes a successful song. And... I just like, I like making something that wasn't there before. Yeah. Creating something out of nothing really. And being able to say that, you know, or the feeling that you put something out in the world. So. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That's like the perfect answer, man, honestly. But really though, like, uh, I just, kudos to you, man. Like even just sitting here in your studio and um, just watching you make a project and you being excited to show me something is like just like you know i'm on a I'm much lesser level of musician than you but to see someone like yourself who's been able to combine those talents is really inspiring for someone like me you know what i mean yeah it's so. like i stopped playing the guitar in sixth grade because my parents made me because it hurt my fingers like what i would do to go back to that moment right now and say let's push through here you little guy <laughs> you know what i mean like so just to kind of see i mean exactly what you said formulaic like I just like, uh, it just didn't occur to me. And I think it's great that you've not only stuck with it, but improved drastically over time. Yeah. You know, I think that that's like, that's, it's almost like that's the hardest part. Like I, I always want to like quit or like yeah. put the guitar down, but it's <laughs> like I said, it's that extra 5% that keeps you, uh, makes me pick up the guitar tomorrow or yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's like we were talking about earlier, like don't get responses on emails that you send or, you know, don't hear any reviews or something doesn't get the feedback that you wanted. And it's like, it's so easy to say no. You know, it's much easier to say no in life, but it's the people that say yes are the ones that are successful and that, you know, other people look up to because I feel like most people in the world, not just like Americans or anything, but like we kind of, they kind of just go through life because it's easy to just do the same thing every day. Like, and some people mm -hmm. like that and that's fine. But there are people who change the world, like yourself, who pick up the guitar, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. So, 
How often is uh, music on your mind, Bihar? It's on my mind pretty much 100% of the... Like you're dreaming about it, too. Yeah. Like, it's like, I feel like you go to bed, and it's like a continued thought of what it you're is, thinking yeah. about. It is, yeah. I mean, it is, it is the representation of my life, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, I yeah, I... I can't get my mind off of it. <laughs> I, I try to sometimes not think about it, but I think that everything can be repackaged as music. So yeah, that's what I intend to do or that's what I would like to set out to do. Do you feel like um, music is something that you can give to yourself, but also give to other people? Do you feel like it started as something that you give to yourself and now it's sort of grown into something you want to, give to other people definitely yeah i mean when i first started i i wanted to be a great guitar player because i wanted it for myself or like i wanted to be able to tell myself like okay like you finally made it you can yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like you can play this song or whatever like right but as i've continued to put out music and i think that was kind of the, the main divider in my perception of what music means to me is I, you know, I really just set out to, if it can change one person's day or like how they feel about something, then I've accomplished my goal. Yeah. So I think now it's much more about what can my music do for other people or what can it do for listeners? Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm setting out to do now is change other people's perceptions or other people's thoughts. Even if I, I mean, I guess I'd. I don't want to change their thoughts, but if my music can help them in any way, then that's that's what I want. Do you think there's any artists? I mean, obviously this is a yes answer, but like, what artists um, do you think really have sort of had a journey like that? Like, what comes to my mind is Flume. Um, he was with this other producer, What So Not, and they were What So Not for a period of time, and then Flume went out and did a host thing, and is now making completely different music than he was doing before. So I feel like that was him on the inside saying. I've accomplished what I wanted with what so not, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to go do Flume because Flume, you know, I mean, the type of performer he is, the music that he plays and stuff like that. I know you're really influenced by, by him as well. Yeah. I feel like he's a similar artist sort of by that idea that you're saying here. Like you've, you've proven it to yourself, you know what I mean? And now you want to give back and play and share the music that you're creating for the people almost. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think that it's like we kind of talked about it. Like that's just the evolution of your uh your inspiration i guess right so right you know like his taste change yeah and then his i guess uh philosophy about making music change so yeah and right. that's i think every artist has the same revelation yeah it's just a breaking point not a breaking point but certain just like a, a level that you reach and you're like okay yeah turn my mind around about it definitely and it continues to evolve i mean it will as long as i'm an artist it will continue to continue to change yeah uh so b arp and i used to uh we went to the same high school and we always used to drive around in his spectra and smaller car he's a very tall guy and but him and i would just hang out like saturday mornings we'd go uh to this place and get the biggest pancake he actually made me three humongous pancakes here guys so uh future guys on in the booth you're going to need that sort of expectation when we're coming here but uh b harp and i used to always listen to the most random music and like we were trying to challenge each other, like who's got a better song? Like you bet you haven't heard this one before. And B Harp would always put on these rappers I had never <laughs> ever heard of, like Big L. Put it on. He know every word. And I'm like, what the? F what is this, man? 
and we pull up to like get pancakes in his little silver car and we <laughs> open the door and big Ellie playing so loud and people are like, are you kidding me? These guys are listening to that. But I want to ask you is who's an artist that inspires you outside of sort of, I guess, you know, your classical music styles, like a rapper or something like that. Oh man. I know it's tough. Like I, you know, Jay Dilla, like I hadn't heard of him and all, you know, all about him and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Kanye, you touched on as well. Yeah, again, like, if I've listened to them, then I'm inherently inspired by them. Yeah. So, I'm not, I'm not really sure if there's one that's outside of the realm of the music that I've created. Okay. Again, because, like, my music is just a derivative of what has already been created or what I've listened to. Right. It's, a, it's the culmination of everything that I've listened to for my entire life. So right, right, right. I can't, I can't really think of you know, like a rapper or, I mean, I guess like, like classical music. Yeah. So like, I mean, like, I'm, you know, like a, a modest Yahoo. Who's the, uh, Yo-Yo Ma. No. <laughs> <laughs> really inspired by Yo-Yo Ma. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like Brahms or, uh, nice, nice. Or Wagner or something like that, where oh I've never, God. like, I've never like employed <laughs> any of those, uh, <laughs> production elements or arrangement elements no mozart yeah mozart i, I guess i'm inspired by mozart i don't know I, <laughs> you're inspired by I mozart think, i think everyone would would probably say that a little bit. yeah yeah i'm probably inspired by mozart too i guess <laughs> i feel like that guy basically yeah, created music right this is all my friends by gilded off transmissions and yours truly
So guys, make sure to check out his new EP, Transmission in Yours Truly, Spotify and Apple Music, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, also on Bandcamp is like the free platform. Bandcamp as well. Um, but yeah. Anything else you want to add, man? Not a lot, man. I, I just, uh, like I said, thanks for having me on the show. I, it's been really fun to watch this, watch this project grow for you. And I think yeah, that you've gotten you. a lot better. Um, better as a DJ and better as a... Um, uh, as a better host yeah. throughout the whole process, so I'm excited yeah. to excited to be on the show and excited to see where uh, where we're going from here. I appreciate that, man. I uh, it means a lot coming from a guy like you. So I again, thank you so much for coming on. I know the people are going to enjoy the music if they haven't heard of you before, and for the people who have heard your music, you know, continue to spread the word, guys. Like Gilded is going to be a big name. I really believe in his brand and his project, and most importantly, his music. So make sure to check it out again. Transmission and yours truly. Gilda, thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Hell yeah, dude.